the chairman of Cape Town City, has just entered the studio. We'll have a conversation and we'll take your questions. 060-584-2250. John Committers on standby. Right, coming through live from our Seapoint studios here in Cape Town, it is Marawa Sports Worldwide running through all these different issues that we're tackling here today. A busy day as far as football is concerned from a leadership perspective. Uh, we move from an African football president and we come through to Cape Town and we talk to a chairman who I don't know out of 10 if we had to give him that blank piece of paper and say out of 10 how would he rate cape town city season so far john is welcome thank you robert it's always lovely to be on your show and uh you seem to catch me early we want to catch them fresh <laughs> the sea is right here so we catch the fish and we do the eating we don't package and put in tins and send off to the high felt so straight off the sea into our ears john Comites. Yeah. How would you rate your season out of 10? I've got to give us about an eight and a half. Yeah. An eight and a half. Eight and a half because I was privileged to look at all our stats today. Right. Uh, from the previous season. And uh, we improved tremendously. Uh, we only improved one position in the league. But uh, we ended up top goal scorers of the season. Right. We were the second highest ball possession team. We were the second highest accuracy passing i got all the stats today so i was quite impressed with uh with uh, you know what the guys achieved and how they improved mm-hmm. from the previous season yes we did let a few extra goals in but that possibly at the cost of playing attacking football which i'm encouraged so um you know the today's football if you're not uh, in tune with your stats it's it's difficult to uh, to assess things you know you go by gut feel and what you see but uh, when you see it in on, on black and white and you see how things pan out and, you know, we can categorically know now when uh, when we were vulnerable, what parts of the games we suffered the most goals. So those are the kind of things I, I assess and I look. And uh, I think we've done a tremendous job. Benny's done a hell of a job with, with his team and uh, he's matured tremendously. He's a completely different person to the one that arrived uh, as a novice and... Uh, it's, it just really pleases me to see how somebody can, you know, really take it on the way he has. And every day is a learning day. And, you know, he, once he knows, he doesn't unknow. You know, he doesn't go backwards in any way. He's always going forwards. And I'm really encouraged by this. And so I'm, mm. I've got a lot of expectations coming up for the new season. Oh, I can imagine what those expectations are. Because they'll come in the conversation when we talk about the contract that Benny would either be extending or not. But... It's important you bring in the stat about the goal scoring because that is the one thing that I mulled over as well um, when the season ended. And I was like, you guys have scored the most goals um, yep. in the league. I mean, it's an average of, what, 1.5 or something uh, per match, 47 goals in yep. total. But none of your players got to double figures as far as yep. goal scorers individually is concerned, but you were able to turn this Pelelem Tembo into a goal scorer, something that his previous clubs were not able to get consistently, and he top scored for you. And as a football person, 
What what do you read into that? Because they're quite bizarre, which means instead of one person scoring regularly, you have more people scoring goals yeah. seven and five and four and four and four and so that, on. That, look, that's a great sign. You know, when your midfielders are scoring goals, your wide players are scoring goals, and obviously your centre-backs mm. when they come up for the free kicks and that. So uh, it's, it's a great uh, attribute of a team. More importantly is that now if you do get it right with one striker who can top the 20 mark, uh, on top of that, then then you're talking about challenging. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, so we think that that is uh, that is us, you know, you know, going in the right direction in in terms of that. But it's 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 also interesting to know that uh, you know the 30 games in the first 10 uh, games we actually got the least amount of points. In the second 10 games we got mm-hmm. the most amount of points. But when we got the most amount of points, we were only making an average of two changes. From match to match mm-hmm. in the starting lineup, and when we got the least, we were making the most amount of changes. So these little indicators that show, you know, and it also guides the coach. You know, you think you're doing something, but when you look at the stats, it looks different. Yeah. So it's important that uh, that we take this on, you know, and um, and 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 build on from here. And when you do build on, then you have, for example, a guy like Patosi who went out on loan to Iran, yep. and he had been doing well with you and for the club collectively. Uh, so they've exercised the right not to renew yep. uh, the, the, the loan agreement. So does he come automatically back to you and, and carry on? And do you extend or do you look for other options and opportunities for him? Look, that's, that's what I would like, that he does come back because yeah. he's, a, he's an awesome player. And I think he, you know, if you look at his stats now that we've seen them in the, the half amount of games he's played, his numbers still top, you know, in terms of effectiveness. So, but realistically, we've already got three teams on our case. Right. Um, I think the number was too big for Estegal. Um I know they're under a lot of pressure from their fans because he truly delivered. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it wasn't to be for them. But um, it's going to be very difficult to keep Pato here in South Africa. So you reckon he's going to go? Yeah, I think so. I think so. To be fair to him yeah. as well, because the the offers that are coming in for him on a personal basis are also extraordinary and uh, we need to encourage that. And how soon do you think you'll you'll see him leave? Well, we're supposed to start the preseason on the twenty fourth Monday, like right. officially, and you know they they check in a couple of days earlier just to you know get a bit of team building there. But um, you know I'm expecting that by then everything will be done and dusted. Any idea of destination? Well, there's there's two uh, Middle East teams uh, bidding from him from two different countries. And uh, there's a Belgium team who unfortunately can't, I don't think, can match the numbers that the Saudi Arabians right. are doubting. So we'll have to wait and see. You know, it's not always who gives us the most money. It's also where Pato wants to go and where he feels he's going to perform the best. So it's, it's a balancing act for us. But mm-hmm. uh, we're very encouraged by the, you know, what's kind of been spoken about. What the about. interest is all about, yeah. And... Okay, so that is done, that is dusted. So you, you look at the coach, you, you he praises for him, and I think everybody has seen his ability to work, his ability to get into a final and lose it, get into a final and win it, get into a top four place. Yep. Um, you know, you were then touching distance, which is re- realistically where you were this season. It wasn't far-fetched. Sure, in the yep. end, maybe it's about a 10-point gap. Um, but there was a stage, John. I'm sure you were even thinking yeah. to yourself that in this fact, could happen. In, in fact, five games to go, we were still in it. Four games to go, we were still kind of there depending on yeah. maybe one result. And then I think from the three games to go, we kind of realized this is not going to happen. 
and you know you also take your foot off the pedal to an extent when you see that the numbers can't stack up. Yeah. So um, to be there right till the end, that's that's critical for us, and uh, we certainly intend to start off on a better note this year. So when you talk about the expectation levels then increasing on your coach um, and the team as a whole, because, I mean, it can't just be a one-person show. It's the technical team. It's everybody else that is involved. What then? What for you come this time next well, season would be would be great for John Cummings? I think, I think you've got a team that's been now together for a bit longer. Yeah. The, the last six months especially, the, the, that's the team we wanted really to to start the season with, but it's the one we kind of ended with. So not going to be many changes going ahead. So that's the first thing. It's an encouraging thing for us. The next thing is you've got a coach who can take the pressure a lot better than he could in the first in his first one, uh, season and second. Um, you also have players that now have become more accustomed to the Cape Town City family. And, uh, you know, pressure now is not the same. We can press a lot harder and know that they can manage it. I mean... We were philosophers of one game at a time. You know, don't worry about the next one. If you win this weekend, you've won the league. And if you keep on doing it every weekend, that's what will happen. Yeah. But uh, we got to grow up now and say, right, we've had all this. We've babied you guys. We've held your hand through a process. Okay, man up now. You know you've got the ability. If you can go and do it once and score the most amount of goals in this yeah. league, go and do it again. Close up shop at the back and let's go for it from day one, knowing we want it. So you would ultimately say on the show right now that winning the league would be your next stop? Yep. yep. Challenging the sundowns that of this world all the way. From the beginning. And that, that pressure is something we must embrace and, and not fear it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fear that makes you make mistakes and uh, that comes from pressure. So I feel the guys are kind of going, okay, well, that's the next step, so let's embrace it rather than run away from it and uh, take on the challenge. So every time we go, it's it's not a, are we going to win? It's uh, at all costs, we have to win. And the one thing, and, and i got to say to people that everything that John Committees is saying here, he's, he's got no piece of paper in front of him. So always try and paint a picture of where your, 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 your mindset is. So when he rattles all of the stats that he's talking about now, it's all something that's in his head, uh, something that he has absorbed uh, and something that he's able to articulate and share with us openly because... He knows what he's talking about. So I, I'm just breaking it down because I'm reading a tweet here from Tammy. Tammy says, a chairman who speaks highly of his coach and knows his team numbers, and he gives the emoji of, uh, you know, clapping of hands. It, it, You know, for me, that is important. And that's what uh, I, I read into, I think, one of the stories that I picked up um, where you were saying that it's important to have end-of-season awards. Uh, we've seen a number of teams who, because there has not been any achievement, uh, or maybe there's been a lack of expect, or the expectation levels have not been met, that they then declare that they're not going to have end of season awards. And I've always found that to be strange to say, but you've had a season, you've had an outstanding player or two, maybe collectively you didn't get anything, but if there's a tradition to have player awards, you might as well keep that tradition going. Why do you believe that that is an integral part of every club? I I think, you know, um, the challenges that you have to win trophies and that are enormous. It's it's a collective of so many elements that have to come together. And, uh, you know, you can't ignore the fact that people go out there trying their best, doing what they love and and Mm. actually trying 
to bring the results that you, you're wishing for. Sometimes it's not in your hand. You know, we have two injuries at Free State Stars. Both of them go to operation. Now we've got to go and carry on trying to win the league. It's, it's not going to be easy. So you've got to assess. Uh, at the end of the day, the, the real thing is that you're building a club culture. And, you know, no matter what the kind of season you have, you need to celebrate you know whatever that is, yeah. and uh, as best you can. So it's it's something that the players look forward to. We've also changed the format. It's not a formal thing. We don't dress up with tie and suits, and you know we come there, we have a good laugh. Mm. There's uh, funny awards as well, and the guys relax. Mm. Uh, the sponsors are around the players, which is important. The people that have backed the team are there, and uh, you know it's a good camaraderie. It's a good family feeling, and uh, you know then the guys get rewarded with what they deserve, and. Uh, you know, a few statements get made about the past season, the way we're going the next season. And you look up and you say, right, we've closed the season now in a proper professional way. Um, you know, it's not the end of the world that you didn't win everything. Mm. And, uh, you know, sometimes you mustn't take yourself too seriously. You know, look ahead and say, right, what's behind me is gone. I can only change what's ahead of me. Yeah. So let's go. And... I mean, obviously, there's a lot of interaction that happens during the show, and it happens also not only from people listening and phoning in. We get voice notes. Hopefully, we'll play one or two just now um, asking questions. And and the one question that comes up on Twitter even now has got to do with somebody who was working for you. You yep. know, so a guy like Vusi, yep. uh, I believe, is no longer going to be working with you, and people are saying... Gosh, I mean, he got the machinery going, it was interactive, he was, you know, at times there was the cheekiness that was there, yep. uh, which sparks reaction from either an IX or Pulukwane City, uh, you know, where uh, he Vusi was from was before. Yeah. I mean, what has happened? Is he no longer going to be working with you? Uh, unfortunately, Vusi has decided not to continue with us, and, you know, we're saddened by that, but uh, he was a, he's really brought something new to the table, something mm. fresh, and uh, we allowed him the freedom to express himself. He brought in a lot of the different cultures, uh, you know, and integrated them very cleverly on, on, on the social media. So he's an expert at his job. He, he really is good, and he did very well. And you can see our numbers grew mm. considerably. And even his own uh, on his private, uh, you know, grew considerably, almost doubled. So uh, it was a good match. Unfortunately, you know, he had to be away from his family. His uh, wife was not in a position to leave her her post where she was. And that took its toll on, on him. And I think, you know, when he reviewed his option to continue, he decided, uh, you know, I think that he went back home. So we have to respect that. And we must continue, you know, doing what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the door is open for Vusi at any time that he wishes to re-engage us. We're always available to talk to him because he was a great pro. And do you get back that that you had before? And he who went to Vitz? We're talking about... <laughs> the great Jules, you know that. Oh, my friend Jules. Yeah, uh, Jules is in town, I know, and uh, uh, my son, who ch- uh, heads up the whole uh, commercial side, is is engaged with him. I think if he wants to stay in Cape Town, we'll certainly reconsider him. Mm. I told you, the family of uh, Cape Town City, there's no, there's no running when, away. When you finished with us, you're not finished with us. You yeah. know, it's it's you. You may change your face for a while, but. Uh, you know, you remain committed to the club because we always look after our guys. So chances are he'll come back. He's a good chance he'll he'll we'll re-engage him. We'll okay. be, we're waiting for for the end of the month to see what his outcome is. All right. Obviously, another popular one that's coming through. Futinlala carries it as well. Says kindly, ask John, uh, what role will Deco play at the club since he has retired? 
Yeah, we've uh, engaged TechOWIT uh, for some time now, and yeah. there's so many things we need to do uh, that we want to do differently. Um, you know, we have so many fans out there, and we need to respect the guys that put their hand in their pocket and make the difference for the team and come in their numbers to support. To be able to have a legend like that to interact with our fan base at some point and at some level is one of the things that he has to be involved in. To sit on my right or my left during a match and give me three three opinions during the game about yeah. what he sees or not sees, doesn't see, is priceless to me. Um, so he's going to be engaged in a multi, uh, multi-tasked uh, uh, function at the club. Um, you know, his, his um, stature with sponsors, you know, a lot of sponsors want to hear it from the horse's mouth, mm. uh, what it's all about. And you know how people are. They love to see some ex-legend uh, in their office. So, you know, we're going to milk it. <laughs> we know how to do this. <laughs> you know, he's, so he, he remains? He's going to yeah. have a, an office in, at, at, at Cape Town in, City? In fact, I, yes, he, he will. In fact, I can confirm that he's also an ambassador of Sport Pesa, our sponsor. Okay. They also grabbed onto that very quickly. Nice. So similar to the Dr. Kumala relationship. Um, so, you know, we, we assisted him to, to make up his, uh, his portfolio. Um, but, you know, Teoko speaks for himself. He's done so much that uh, it's inevitable yeah. that people want to, are going to back him. No, I mean, an ambassador for McDonald's out of the FIFA World Cup 2010, you know, one of the biggest sponsorship deals that we've seen in this country went his way. Um, so one can only assume that he'll, he'll continue. So there it is. I mean, if you hadn't heard the news, hearing it for the first time, Teco Medisa to stay at Cape Town City uh, in, a, in a role of, I mean, how would you... How would you title him? You know, I, I don't like using the word ambassador. I mean, what is that? You know, yeah. I mean, there's going to be a point where he's going to be advising me. Yeah, I mean, he's an ambassador that. for Sport Persa. That we understand. Yeah. But yeah. in terms of Cape Town City, no. what do you want? COO? You know, we, do you we, we don't have boards and we don't have, yeah. uh, uh, you know, titles at, at our club. You know, it's, so, so it's difficult. But if I could give him a title, it would be he'd have to be a director of some sort. Yeah. But we don't have that kind of situation sure. at our club. But um, he would have to be a guy who can actually add value in all aspects when it comes to the fan base, when it mm. comes to the technical side, when it comes to recruiting, when it comes to the way we play, when it comes to the time that we have to find a new coach. Because mm. uh, we've got to be realistic at some point that, that that's going to happen. So um, There's a know, massive football brain there, Well, John. that's it. And, that's you it. know, having worked with him and Morgan Gould in the Bafana Bafana game, um, as analysts... He got a lot of praise. Yep. I'm very aware of that. And, yeah. uh, you know, when you have uh, that in your hands and in, in your environment, you've got to, you've got to embrace that. Yeah. And you've got to bring him close. You've got to make, make him feel a part of the family and certainly that he, he's made a difference. And then you've got to reward him likely. Let, let me quickly squeeze in. Jeez, John, the time. My goodness. Um, let's hear a couple of voice notes. Hi, Rob. Rob, look, I want to say thank you to John Committee for giving young South African guys a chance to prove themselves. I mean, first it was Eric Tinkler, he won a cup, and now Benny McCarthy won a cup for him. You know what, Rob, for guys like him and Petrus Mutsepe, I want to say thanks to them for giving guys like uh, young, especially young guys like Abo Pin, Abo Eric Tinkler, which is a good thing for our South African soccer, Rob. This is MXO from Rain Farm. Evening, Rob. Uh, Pumlani from Soweto. I'd like to ask Mr. John Committee's a question. 
Kalinichta region. I just want to find out, Mateo Manusakis, should he not choose to play soccer? Is there anything that the, the, the club has planned for him growing up to become part of the team, you know, forever and ever going forward, uh, sort of growing up in the team and becoming something in the team, you know, as he started at the age that he started on? Thank you. Hi, Rafizo at the studio okay. and you, Mr. Chairman, Jordan Committees. Uh, this is Islam Kize from Omzimkulu. So I would like to ask whether is it true that uh, Benny McCarthy is not yet renewed his contract? And if so, would you like to tell us why he has not yet renewed his contract? Because I think he has been doing the good job at the Cape Town City. He has reached the final. He has uh, reached the finals in his two years that he has been with Town City and he has won the cup and he is, he is in the top four. So I, I would like to know whether is he going to be the the, 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 the coach of Town City next season because I think uh, Benny is a great coach and he is the one of the future. Okay, quickly, we got 30 seconds to answer couple of very important questions. Benny, to coach further? Yeah, he's he's actually in his third year of a three-year contract, so he's still contracted to us. And uh, we certainly will sit at some point in the next couple of months and try and renew that for a further three if we can. So that's our intention, and we need to obviously be guided by Benny's desire. And uh, that's definitely the way we're going. And so far as Matteo goes... um, Mateo is now actually getting calls from ad agencies to do certain things. So oh, well. I think we've set him up on a nice little road. Uh, there's no pressure on Mateo. You know, if he's there, he's there. If he's not there, it's yeah. completely up to him and certainly his parents because he is young. So he loves it as long as he's enjoying it and the players are enjoying it. It all works oh. out for us. Because that was one of the popular questions on Twitter that we were yeah. going to get to is what happens to Mateo? I mean, the, being a proud, I don't know, I mean, son yeah. and father, I mean, He's there. He's sitting. He's the assistant coach. And he sees his son. He acts like he does not know him from a bar of soap. And that's what I love about it. There's no, son, don't do this. Don't sing with the boys. Don't wave at the fans. He is given that freedom, but he handles it in a very mature way. No, there's, uh, look, at our, at our club after a game, if you come to our change room, there's 15 kids in the change room. All yeah. the kids of the players come in and, you know, it's all part and parcel of the, of the celebration at any game. So, you know, Matteo is no different. We don't treat him any differently. We let him do his thing and uh, it all kind of works out without yeah. any pressure. So we're happy to have him and, uh, you know, we're happy to continue, you know, paying for his education. That's at least that's the least we can do. New signings? It's tough. It's tough at the moment because I, I thought I was done and, you know, we would start the season with the way we ended. But, yeah. you know, you get a lot of pressure coming and, you know, players become available and you have to start rethinking if you, you need to. But I'm trying to stay disciplined because of the Who consistency. Who have you signed today? No, nah, not nobody. Who have you signed today? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd love to be able to confirm somebody, but I haven't. You'll tell me tomorrow because I, I know. I, I saw something earlier. So we'll, we'll address that on the show tomorrow. Okay, well, I'll wait. For Thanks you. so much for coming through, though, John. Um, You're welcome. And congratulations and to again. the fans as well. Thank on, you. And on, on running a very well-oiled machine that has good, yeah. solid sponsorships as well uh, that's come through your way, direct access, sport passer.
you know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Good luck. Have Thank a good you. break. And thanks I again will. for availing yourself on the show. Yeah, anytime, Rob. Thank you, and thanks to the listeners. I, th- you know, really appreciate the, and the praises. I'm humbled by the way they uh, speak about me at times, and you know, so it, it it actually makes me realize that I'm on the right track, and that that's enough inspiration for me to keep going. <laughs>